Greetings, this is William representing Peachtree Property Management, where we specialize in fix and hold rental properties located in B, C, and D class communities. Today's episode will be explaining what to look out for, what to say when you're dealing with wholesalers. Before you get approached by a wholesaler, I advise everyone to learn the value, the equity that they have in a property that they bought or that was handed down through um, a trust or um, just handed down to them by family members. You will be approached eventually by wholesalers. There's a ton of them. There's some that are reliable. They have been doing it for years on top of years, but a lot of these newcoming wholesalers are messing it up for a lot of realtors, whether they're they're licensed or not licensed, Um, messing up for a lot of investors because they're being shady. They're not telling the truth. Uh, they get people's hopes up um, and they're undermining a, a, a lot of uh, uh, well, really the market. For the ones that don't know what a wholesaler is, a wholesaler is a type of person who they they are trying to they market themselves like a realtor. Uh, they may even call themselves a, a realtor or an investor. They're, they really are neither. Uh, I guess if you if they would fall up under one category, they would be a uh, investor because they're investing in their future and their family's future. But as far as investing, investing like in the neighborhood to improve it, a traditional investor, no, they're, they're not. They don't fall up under that category. Um, when you're dealing with a wholesaler, you have to be careful. They they drive around. Um, it's a such thing called driving for dollars um, or they have an app. And they they look for vacant homes, homes with tall grass, homes that may look like they're not really taken care of. And they they when you're being approached by a wholesaler, don't be too quick to jump on certain numbers. I always say, well, I, let me get back with you. The reason I say this is because if they're approaching you, they already have a game plan. And so it's like you. I don't want to say you're going to war, but you it's like you're going to war with someone. Uh, uh, playing a game with someone and they know how to play it. They know they have thought about strategies. They they blindsided you, um, and they're not really looking for homes that are for sale. They're listed for sale. They're looking for the homes that are just sitting. All right, so they're not looking for a home that has a uh, a realtor attached to it. They they possibly not even looking for homes that are for sale by owner. All right, they're looking for basically someone that's unexpected, um, or un, uh, you know, unexpecting them to call, uh, you know kind of like a dilapidated home, but they know the equity, they know the value of that home. So what I'm what I mean by that is you may want to sell the home. They may t- tell you the home is only worth um ten thousand. But they may try to then go back and sell it for um twenty five thousand. They know their their margins and they come to you and they I've had had them come to me uh and, and say, well I have a buyer's uh, list. I have a lot of people that want to buy properties, blah, blah, blah. A lot of them, they're, they're lying. They're, they're blowing the smoke. Um, some of these wholesalers, um, investors, they they don't really have anybody. They know people that have bought properties, but they don't know active buyers. So they go back to the people they probably ran into in the past and call them up. Um, to be quite frankly with you, I've had Two calls, I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, two calls in the last three or four days from people wanting to buy 
certain properties. They see, they drive around uh, my properties. I have two that, um, well, one I'm working on, the other one that's sitting. Uh, they're on the same block, and I get calls after calls after calls. What do you want to? Uh, do you want to sell? I'm a local investor. Blah blah blah. What they they what they try to do for the uninspected is they they call around. They tell you, well, how do you? I've had them say, well, what what do you rate your house on a scale of one to ten? Um, how much do you think you want to sell the house for? And you know, I not sometimes if I have enough time, I I play along with them. I say, well, I want to sell it for uh, thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand, sixty, seventy, whatever it may be. And they, um, well, let me get back with you. They never call back because they're looking for dirt cheap properties. Uh, they're looking for a, a, a bigger um, margin, I guess you could say. Some of them I, I may ask after they ask me all these questions. I say, well, how much you want to buy it for? They, and what they do is it'd be a husband and wife duo or girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, whether the woman is really in charge of the man, whoever, uh, as far as like finalizing the prices or buying it. And the, the person that calls you may say, well, um, I, I have my husband or my wife or I have my girlfriend or I have, you know, whoever get back in touch with you uh, with with a price. And I can set up a time to go look at it, blah, blah, blah. Some of these people are out of state, out of town, out of county. Um and they just basically they they drive around. Well, they only really drive around. Some of them just use Google, or some of them use the absentee uh, websites. And like I say, they come with a game plan. They 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 want to sound professional. They have these Google apps, uh, Google phone apps, and they you know they have these voicemails set up. They're not really a, a true business, or they some of them they may pay their uh, yearly. Two hundred fifty dollars, uh, and I know in the state of North Carolina, become an LLC, and they may have several different LLCs, LLC, yeah, LLCs set up. Um, but like I say, dealing with a wholesaler, they really don't have anyone to to buy the property. That most of them are not looking to buy the property themselves. They always advertise uh, a quick cash uh, sale, no hassle, no inspections. Some of them will do inspections. Um, but and I explain to you, uh, you know, the, the trickiness of it. Um, but for right now, we're going to go to a quick commercial break sponsored by uh, Anchor. Thank you all for staying tuned after the commercial break. To pick up where we left off, most of these investors, they will come to you and say, just give you an example right here. Uh, they want to buy for 10000 What do you want to sell it for? You may say eight to 10. They say, well, there's no problem. We can do that quick close. Uh, all cash in two weeks. Usually they give a two, three week um, notice. They want you to sign their paperwork. And a lot of them, if they're trying to sell you a house, if you are, you are a buyer, they, they want you to use their lawyer because they know their lawyer, the lawyer that they found, uh, would do double closings. A lot of lawyers won't handle double closings. Um, so they, they have to search around. They find someone that they can trust or knows about it. So they, they always suggest, oh, no, you have to use my lawyer. And some won't even do business with you if you don't use their lawyer, just to be honest with you. I guess, I don't know if the lawyers are getting some type of kickback or what's going on, but um, a lot of their websites where they're advertising the houses, they, they, they're they not really, uh, how you say it, they're not really active. They're not really the best websites out there. Um, some of them have outdated information. They just want, they keep stuff up there just so you can look at it. So what you see on some of these websites are not up to date, just to be honest with you. And so if you are a seller, 
what they tried to do is they, they're calling around, they're hoping someone to hit them up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these social media sites. Um, some will put it on like Zillow and Trulia. Some would do that. Uh, some that are a lot bigger, uh, don't mind spending the money, will put it on the MLS. The M MLS is all about money also. I mean, when you're dealing with houses, you just got to be uh, weary um, of everyone. It's hard to trust people. But what these wholesalers are doing, they if they can't get someone to buy it in two weeks, and, they, and they've probably told you that they want to buy it, if they can't find someone that wants to do a double closing, they'll come back to you and say, I need you to lower the price um, by uh, two or three thousand. They're not going to lower their price, but they want you to lower yours. Um, and, and some of them may lower their price. They may say, well, they're going to try to sell it for twenty five thousand. Uh, and they and so they keep that same profit margin. They want to uh, basically, you know, they lower theirs by, you know, that same two or three thousand dollars. And a wholesaler typically is a person that doesn't even fix up the property. So you're you have this rough looking property and they know there are some people out here that have money. I won't call them suckers, but there are people out here that have money, want to spend it. They feel like, well, you know, $25,000 is not a lot for a house, blah, blah, blah. But they don't know the area. They're, they're banking on someone that is really not that knowledgeable or um, just wants a, a portfolio full of, of properties. There are people out here that just like to buy properties. Um, but they'll come back to you and say, well, I need you to lower it by two or 3000 You lower it. They're still looking. Uh, they, they may not have told you they're looking. Um, some of them I've read books and I've had people... Um, like I say, past experience with um, these wholesalers, they will send someone to the to the property, and when they send someone to the property, that that is a a buyer, and but they will tell you, well, I have my inspector coming, and so they they tell the the buyer, well, I, I need you not to talk to the uh, person living at the property. I need you just walk around. Uh, you know, they they may even give you a checklist. All right, so the, and some of them that play the game for a while, they they may have their own little checklist. They already know what to do, and so they walk around the property. They they're looking at it. They're they're inspecting it for themselves. They're not inspecting it for a value, and so uh, if no one still wants to buy it after that person, they may send one or two people to walk through. They may say that one person is a um, inspector, the other person is the contractor, whatever it may be. And then if it doesn't sell within one or two weeks, three weeks, then they come back to you and they may tell you, well, my inspector and contractor told me that the price of the uh, of the, the value of the house is blah, blah, blah. It's going to take this amount of time and this amount of money to fix it. I need you to lower your price. So it's, it's a big game. It's a big. Uh, people get mad at me when I call it a scheme, but that's basically what it is. And it's a lot of these younger wholesalers that don't really have a job. They're, they're banking on selling Land, they do land the same way. They're banking on selling homes, whether no matter what the condition is, as long as it's been sitting there and looks like it's vacant. They don't really care about anything besides making the money. Uh, they don't care about repeat customers because uh, once the sale is over, it's over and they're moving on. They, are, they, you know, some of them will post on there. Mass majority of them don't have a, a legit real estate website. Most of the young people that are wholesaling or the people that are new in wholesaling, just trying to, and they may not necessarily be young, they have a Facebook account. Uh, some of them don't have Instagram or Twitter, they're just, um, just Facebook. And they have on there, oh, this deal closed, blah, 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 all the rest of the stuff. You know, I've seen land, other houses been for sale on their page, 
Um, you know how Facebook keeps the date for possibly four or five years. You know, and some people, you know, they want they want their land sold. Uh, these people, these wholesalers, they tie it up, and you have to be careful about their contracts because they can tie up your property. Um, this is what a lot of people don't realize. Like they 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 go, they they try to deal with a wholesaler, can't sell the property. They signed the contract, and it was the wholesaler's contract. It wasn't a real legit contract. They may say, "Oh yeah, I had my lawyer look over it." Like like I say, these lawyers may be getting some type of kickback, but these wholesalers are. You know, they, they don't really have a soul, I guess you could say. Um, but some of the wording in there, you know, they may top your property five, six, seven years. And so then when you go to sell it yourself, when you learn your value of your property and you say, oh, I'm going to sell it for 25000 You get it sold for twenty, and some something happens or in the database and then uh, you, you can't sell it because it's not technically, you know, it may not be yours. Uh, it may not be yours. You may have sold the, the rights to the property, uh, to, to, to the, to them, uh, and may, you know, and may not even have known it. You might've done it two, three, four years uh, ago. Some of them, uh, I've read their contracts, they had tied up to put some legal jargon in there or wording and they're tied up for six months. And so even if you sell it, they get a portion of the, the sale, even though they had nothing to do with it at all. So, I mean, it's just something you got to be careful about when dealing with, uh, with, with anyone, you know, when you're dealing with money, it's hard to trust people. They they do say money is the root of all uh, all evil. But I want to thank you all for tuning in to my podcast. Today is the uh, July the 13th. Uh, actually, it's July the 14th. I'm losing track of my days dealing with dealing with uh, COVID, stuck in the house. Besides on the weekends, but um, I do have my whole podcast is just to inspire. Those that are looking to get back into real estate or to start their real estate journey and, and to make everyone aware of what I, you know, my goal, my company's goal of basically keeping um, rentals affordable. I don't try to overprice my rentals uh, where if I'm in the market where the rentals are $900, I may let my rental, you know, I may let my home rent out for 700 or 725, 750 range. If the range is 800 uh, well, I, I drop it down to six. I, I give quality uh, material to my tenants. Um, I, you know, anything breaks down, repair it. Almost a brand new home. Everything is basically gutted and, and rebuilt uh, structurally. Uh, walls, electricity, uh, heating, air, whatever it may be. Um, I have a ca- If you want to give to the calls, I have a cash app. It's uh, the dollar sign WAG Realty LLC. Again, the dollar sign WAG Realty LLC. And then also I have a GoFundMe, which is keeping afford- keeping rentals affordable. And again, the GoFundMe is keeping rentals affordable. So if you want to uh, donate to the cause, you can. Even any amount would be, uh, you know, grateful. And another thing I want to keep everyone uh, abreast about is it doesn't really take a ton of money to fix these properties up when you are doing the work yourself. All right, um, eight thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars in a, uh, I guess you could say in a eight hundred to twelve hundred square foot house. You know that that would be a range as far as fixing it up. A lot of these properties do go for cheap. Uh, you know, I, I am honest with the people. I don't try to 
uh, cheat them on price. As far as like when I'm I'm trying to buy someone's property, I find a, a, a good price that could be anywhere from uh, a as low as a thousand dollars all the way up to uh, fifteen thousand dollars. And you know you look to spend another six to a uh, six or eight typically is the lowest to fifteen thousand dollars on fixing it. So uh, you know you may have all in. $30,000 for a property may be worth, if you have to sell it, may, may be worth 50000 So you got $20,000 in equity. Um, and But most of the time I can make my, my money back within two to three years. So it's better. that's a better investment than dealing with, uh, what are you, uh, dealing with banks where you're making 10 cents a month or, or 12 cents a year. Um, so it's a bit, it's a bigger return. It's a safer return than dealing with, uh, the stock market. So I want to thank everyone for tuning into my podcast to tell, uh, you know, others about it, tell your friends, tell your relatives. If you have any questions, you can me uh, message me on anchor. You can listen to me on Apple music, Spotify, and the anchor app. Thank you.